If you're driving, please remember to use your car's Bluetooth speaker while listening to the AM Drive. Sports talk is not worth your safety or the safety of others. Thank you. Happy Top 5 Tuesday to everyone in the sports universe. It is January the 4th, 2022. This is the AM Drive on Twilight Sports. We are live. Brandon Crouch, I am Michael Carvellis. Aaron, what's going on, dude? Uh, not a whole lot. Happy Top 5 Tuesday to you, Mike. Yes, sir. And by the way, you asked me a question yesterday. Start the show about how many times have I used 2021. I did it once this morning. There you go. You're right. I was like, no. I was so mad, so I had to tell Aaron. Okay. <laughs> this first segment is presented by Popple. If you only host a podcast or own a small business, it's hard spreading the word. Aaron, friends want to check it out, but will they? Most likely not. Oh, okay. Well, it's time to grow with Popple. Popple is an easy-to-use but high-tech digital <clears throat> business card. Get your Popple using the code AMDRIVE in all caps for 20% off. Set up your links and share. People you share with don't even need a Popple. Again, when you get your Popple in keychain, pop socket, even credit card form, enter the code AMDRIVE in all caps for 20% off on popl.co. You can also find the information on mikeandarendrive.com. Any last words on Popple? Get it, buy it, use the code, love it, share it, grow your brand. Those are my and words. Listen to the drive. <laughs> Absolutely. All righty. Let's get to thank you, Ben. The Steelers beat the Browns 26-14. to 14. And what was one of the worst games I've ever watched <laughs> for both sides? Baker was garbage. Well, and even his wide receivers just kept on dropping everything he threw to them. And Ben was averaged about three yards a pass attempt, and that's being generous. Um, Najee Harris stole the show with 188 rushing yards and a touchdown. But Aaron, first of all, for this game, how confident are you the Steelers can win next week? And if they make the playoffs, is this team any good? <laughs> well, that's a loaded question. Um, so is this team any good? How about that? This team can be good. It seems oh. like they can play well enough to keep it close with people. Now, in the grand scheme of making the playoffs have a, as a seventh seed and having to play Kansas City, no. Thanks for the memories, Ben. You're probably done <laughs> if you make it in. But, I mean, we, we've seen it all year. I mean, the spots against the Ravens where they weren't supposed to win, they've come away with victories. Uh, Pittsburgh's just kind of done that, you know, all year. Uh, you know, defying odds, so to speak, I guess you could say. I mean, they beat the Browns twice this year when they weren't supposed to. Wow. They beat the Titans, who were the current number one seed in the in the AFC. Like, but no, overall they're not a good team. Unfortunately for them, uh, this was a good win. Uh, helped me propel to a fantasy championship that Najee Harris touched down at the end. So, vice golf clap for Najee. Appreciate that. <laughs> but um, yeah, so the, what do they have? They have the Bengals at the end here. Yeah, it's just not going to happen. Yeah. Thanks for playing. Yeah. Do they only have the Bengals? I believe they have the Bengals. Yeah, the no, they have the Ravens. I'm sorry. I was about to say, I didn't seem right. At Baltimore. Even then, though, I don't. I mean, I know that's always a tough game. They could win, but I think the Colts have to lose too, which is not going to happen. Well, you never know. Oh, come on now! Don't do that to me. So what does have to happen here for them to get in? They've got to win, obviously, to go nine seven one. They have to win. Colts have to lose in one other thing. I forgot what it was. That's probably. It's probably that the Chargers have to lose. Probably. Well, I don't know. I guess it would be that the Colts have know. to lose for a couple teams to make it, though. Yeah, the Colts have to lose, but if they can get in at nine seven and one, yeah the. Yeah, the Colts would have to lose first, and then I would imagine the the Chargers have to lose because they beat the Chargers. Uh, the or excuse me, the Chargers beat the 
beat the Steelers head mm-hmm. head to head. So, how will you remember Ben? I remember Ben as kind of a, a gritty guy. Like he was never the best quarterback of his era. He'll probably make the Hall of Fame, but he was never he was never great. He was just good, and he was consistent, and he was a winner. I mean, he's uh, if you take out the the year where he played two games, he went zero and two. He never had a sub five hundred record in his career. Yep. Which we talk about that with Pittsburgh and Mike Tomlin as well. You just it's just consistency. Now I know the off the field stuff. I don't like to get into all that. That's you know that's for <laughs> that's for other people who like to see the negative and things. But as far as on the football field, I'm going to remember Ben as, in my opinion, the best quarterback of that 2004 class that had Eli Manning. And it had Philip Rivers. Now, yes, Eli won the two rings, but so did Ben. Philip never got it, but many argue that he's got the yardage and the stats. He's the he's the stat he's the stat Padford of that era. But for me, of those three quarterbacks, Ben was the best in my opinion. I was about to say that. Um, that's that's the main thing I remember him as. Never great, but better than those guys. And if those guys are Hall of Famers, you better than sure put Ben in there. I don't think I don't think any of them should be all. I think Ben has the best case, in my opinion. But I'm just sure, absolutely, okay. he has the best case. But the thing is, is Eli. We've talked about this how many times. Eli has the name, and he's got yep. the two maybe best Super Bowl rings that you can argue in the modern era. Yep. So that's where that's where Eli is probably going to get in. Even though I agree with you, I don't. I don't think he's he's a, a Hall of Famer as well. But as far as Big Ben goes, I mean, this is what's going to happen. I mean, sixty three. A uh, thousand yards, four hundred and seventeen touchdowns, two Super Bowl rings. Probably will get him in. He's on one of those teams. He's on one of those blue blood teams, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Like this, this kind of stuff gets you in. It's just like Derek Jeter. If Derek Jeter's not on the Yankees, does he have five rings? Is he a Hall of Famer? I don't know. Maybe not. But we don't ever have to figure that out. Someone was saying he better have three passing touchdowns next week. <laughs> who? Who? Big Ben? Yeah. Why? So he can finish with four twenty? Yeah. Is, is he a big pothead? Because I don't think he is. I don't. I don't think he is either. Dude, I didn't realize how how slang he sounded until last night. So yeah, That's... man, I love the team, man. Oh my god, what, what in the world? I don't realize he sounded like. I never really heard him talk that much. I thought I did. Now this whole situation of Heinz Field is this going to lead to retirement, or do you think he's going to kick the tires around? He, there's no way he kicks the tires. He looked too satisfied. Okay, and he doesn't want to play anywhere else. Unless he pulls a Brett Favre. Well, Brett Favre from the minute that like they were done with him, he was he was like, I, I want to find a place to play. So I don't think this guy you can tell this guy this guy can't even throw a foot he can only throw a football anymore. If you look at him throw, it's like, oh God, hey, dude. He was skipping passes last night. What's that say about Mason Rudolph and Dwayne Haskins? <laughs> Good lord. It says Daniel Jones is better than Haskins. Sorry. Um, that's like wet crap versus dry crap. It's still woo. crap. Let's get to what should the Browns do next? So we all know that Baker Mayfield's the outfit in the room here. And I think Kevin Stefanski deserves a boatload of blame though. From the Odell situation, he just could never figure that out. I don't care what you think about Odell Beckham Jr. He could never figure that out. Um, Baker Mayfield, I know has been playing with the left arm sl- shoulder sling thing. But Nick Chubb is not even involved in the game plan the last two games. Like, what's going on here? Um, I'm I'm gonna put a lot of blame on Kevin Stefanski, but I'm also gonna say Baker needs to go. Yeah, it's they underachieved finally. I think the situation is one of them needs to go. The problem is now you have Kevin Stefanski going into his third year. He's got a playoff appearance, a coach of the year, and then he's got this seven and nine possible probable you know seven and ten year and a lot of people are saying we know they had a Super Bowl talent roster I don't know if I agree with that necessarily like I know that Nick Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt and then they had OBJ and Landry like OBJ really I mean hasn't been you know a phenomenal receiver and since he's maybe the first year in, in Cleveland so and obviously now he's out of Cleveland so and a Baker's not the answer I just don't know what is. That's the question. Like, okay, you can run. You've relied on running the football. 
and playing good defense. And they've done that. I mean, you take out that long run by Najee. This this game was close. This game was low scoring. This game was close. A lot of their games have been like this, with the exception of a couple, um, a couple barn burn. I know the one that comes to mind is against the Chargers, where they 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 scored like forty eight points and lost. But um, the the situation here is, it's not that you have to rely on running in defense. Is that if you if and when you have to pass, you have to have someone competent enough to do it. And it just doesn't seem like Baker is the guy. So unfortunately, I think they're going to move on from him. But now you're just restarting. Or do you go out and get a free agent? Like, do you think you have the ability to get Aaron Rodgers? Do you think you have the draft compensation to get Russell Wilson? Aaron Rodgers is not happening. You go get Kirk Cousins to re- retool with Kevin Stefanski from Minnesota? I would take Kirk Cousins over Baker. I think Kirk Cousins is a better game manager. Like, they said they want bigger big game manager, but then they don't want big game manager. Like, what do you want them to do here? Well, the thing is, is they when the rushing game is not working, which, again, like... Then be the hero. He's not the hero. He, he can't be the hero, and, and we all know that. And I think even Kevin Stefanski knows that, but... They they went into this game already eliminated, so we have to we have to take that with a grain of salt. They were already eliminated from playoff contention when they went into this game. Really, really? Yeah. So that's why I don't understand why everybody's harping that's just right. on this game. They were already eliminated from the playoffs, so the fact that they even came out with as much emotion as they did was really just kind of surprising to me. Like I thought, honestly, Pittsburgh when it went back down to one, I bet I jumped on Pittsburgh. I'm glad it never got and I'm glad I never put in a bet on a three. I jumped on Pittsburgh just because they had they still had something to play for. And even then they made it kind of dicey for me. So we'll have to have to see what they can do. I kinda of hope they sneak in just for Ben's sake, but that would require your Colts to lose. <laughs> How Ben's sake, yeah, that's wonderful. How'd you like the um the interception at the end to kind of put an ice cream put put a cherry on top of the ice cream? When Ben I mean, got to kneel it. Yeah, I mean, that's always fun. Those to see. Like, that was kind of interesting. I was about to turn off the game. I was like, oh, they are so to the ball. That was going to take a knee. But this, I mean, the, the crazy thing I look at here is between the two quarterbacks, they completed 40 passes <laughs> for like 300 yards. <laughs> that's so bad. It, it, was, it, it was an ugly game. It was a poor game. But yeah, TJ Watt is close to the sack record. Uh, how many does he have now? Over 20. What did he get? Three or four last night? Three last night, yeah. So he needs, I think the record's 22 and a half, so he needs three more. Yeah. Be fun. And, to, and as we wrap up the first segment, to answer Cody's question, absolutely, Ryan Vanesh makes the Albany Firewolves a playoff contender. That's a he's great a, name. He's an X factor, and he is the a budding face of the uh, NLL. Get out of my show. <laughs> All right, this is the Hayum Drive on Fun Sports. Um, you're not going anywhere, neither are we, because we got top fives on the other side of the AM drive. We'll be right back, guys. You like sports? Do you like free money? You're going to be watching the game anyway. So join us at pickemwars.com to play. Weekly NFL and NCAA contests are live right now. Play free at pickemwars.com. This is Popple, the next generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. To pop your info, tap your Popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in-app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your popple today. The AM Drive with Mike and Aaron might be the best morning show ever. If you love the show, shop the merchandise for $26 hoodies, $16 shirts, even $13 mugs. High quality swag for cheap because Mike and Aaron love the fans. The best morning show the lowest price merch at amdrive.online. Aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah. You want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. 
It's almost stealing. Quit searching the globe and get your high-performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. Sports fans are gearing up at Fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear. From all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. All right, and welcome back here to the AM Drive here on this Top 5 Tuesday, and we are brought to you by Fanatics, as you can see it right there. If you're looking for the gear for that sports fan in your life, well, then Fanatics has got you covered. Every team, every league, daily deals. They've got the apparel and merch to ensure that you and yours are showing your team pride each and every game day. Visit MikeAndAaronDrive.com and... Click over the elf. <laughs> Click the... What was that, like a bad Bill Clinton? I don't know. You, I'm, I'm trying to make up for the lost voice here that you have over there. I do have a yeah. I'm I'm feeling it today, but uh, yeah, make, mm. yeah. Visit MikeAndAaronDrive.com and click the F to get shopping today, so that you and all the sports fans in your life are showing your team pride each and every game day with fanatics. You shouldn't have gotten that vaccine. See, now you don't got the virus. <laughs> okay, okay. Are you ready for the AM Drive Five? Well, let's first start off with our top five NFL teams. Would you like me to go first or you? I can rock it here. Um, my top five has a new team that has entered. I struggled with the fifth team, so I I, I put I put this one in. I believe – I don't know if I believe it, but I put it in anyway. So let's go ahead and get in here. My top five NFL teams. My first one, stick and stay, is Green Bay. Number one seed overall. Number one seed in the NFL. Number one seed in the NFC. No-brainer. Despite the loss, Kansas City is going to stay number two for me. I'm going to take that game as an outlier, even though they were still in it and probably should have won it when they were they had a commanding lead. So they're going to stay at number two for me. Tampa Bay, despite having to come back on the road against the Jets with all the things that were going on, are going to stay with number three for me in this spot. Number four, despite the fact that their quarterback is playing incredibly incompetent lately, they're still getting wins, and that's the Los Angeles Rams. And number five, for the first time in a while that they have entered these rankings, the Tennessee Titans wow. are my number, my number five team in the rankings. Hey, man, wow. wins wins matter, even if they're not sexy. And like I said, there was a lot of teams that could you could have put in number five, but the number one seed in the AFC. Uh, how are they not number? How are they not in the top five? Okay, they're not even in my top ten. Okay, I'm, I'm not. I, I, I'm just. I, that's but okay, too. So, but 6 to 11 is, like, packed right now, okay? So let's go to my top five. Give me your top five again just real quick. Like off the cuff, it's, it's Packers, Chiefs, Buccaneers, Rams, and um, Titans? Correct. All right. My top three also stayed the same. You know, this is hard to do. Packers for six weeks in a row are at number one. Number two, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Number three the Kansas City Chieftains, and now this one was hard, but anticlimactic drum roll. Rams jumped up one, Cowboys dropped one, but my top five still pretty much the same. Besides, Rams are now at four, and Cowboys are now down to five. Yeah, that was an ugly loss for the Cowboys for me. They fell out yeah. uh, for me just because, just, just because the score indicated it was close. That game was not close. Bengals are at six. Yeah, they were the one I was going to put in there, but I'm like, you know what? How do I leave out the AFC's number one team? Well, so like, you can't it, drink the orange punch yet, can you? I'm still drinking it. I mean, the, the okay. Burrow to Chase connection is incredible, and they're they're going to be a dangerous out, especially um, against a team that's going to have a weak pass defense. So yeah, they 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 got a they got a shot. They got the AFC is wide open, in my opinion. Fair enough. Speaking of wide open, let's hope the NHL is the same. Um, Aaron, it's time for your top five. Dun, 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 dun. I don't even know what I'm doing. Top five NHL teams with Aaron AM Drive. Aaron, give them to me. All right. Some teams have stayed the same. Some teams have changed. Three teams are still in there from the last top five. Two teams are new. Uh, for me right now, it seems like there's a curse. I have put Minnesota in my top five. They promptly lost five in a row. I have put Florida in my top five. They promptly get stomped by a nobody in the Senators. So Lord. 
it's a gift and a curse to be in my top five here. So I'm going to go ahead and fire it off here. My number one team is the Tampa Bay Lightning still. Even without Vassy, they're still winning some games. They did get dunked on by Florida 9-3 to with fourth goalie Manny Legacy. I throw that one out the window. <laughs> number two, a team that's playing well under their new coach, Gerard Gallant, and uh, has actually surprised – I don't know if surprised is the right word, but have people. a lot of people didn't see this coming on, is the New York Rangers. They're playing incredible hockey right now. They're playing as a team. And I don't know if the name Gerard Gallant sounds familiar to you. He was the head coach of the inaugural Vegas Golden Knights team that went to the Stanley Cup final. Still don't wow. know why he got still don't know why he got fired, but that's a whole nother topic to talk about later. Number three is the Washington Capitals. All reliable, just always there winning games. Well, Number four, who I think is when healthy the best team in the NHL, and I know this sounds biased, the Vegas Golden Knights. Right now, they're still not completely healthy, so they're, they're at my number four spot here. And sneaking in as well, a third Metro team. They should have been in here a while ago. They've been consistent, and they've proven me wrong. I thought they'd be overrated this year. But the Carolina Hurricanes enter the uh, enter the chat here at number five. <laughs> and uh, I, I'd like to apologize to the Carolina Hurricanes for not including you sooner. You're a, you're a solid, fundamentally sound team that's going to be dangerous in the playoff. And, Didn't they win uh, last night? They did, and I am drinking the Kool-Aid that you're a good team. But but you know what happens when I drink your Kool-Aid? You're going to lose four in a row. So, And it also happens when we drink Kool-Aid here on the show. We also have higher expectations because Kool-Aid tastes good right now. It's true. Kool-Aid is so, good. I do like Kool-Aid. And I do in my top five NBA with your boy Michael Carvelis. Um, four of my teams are the same. One team decided to pop in there as the Cavaliers fell out and fell off. So, sorry to Glenn Kaplan, sorry to Jeff Beck. Warriors are skating on thin ice. No pun intended to the NHL. They are my number one team. Three out of the four weeks and back-to-back weeks. But screw around against the Nuggets again and see what happens. Number two are the Phoenix Suns. They now have a better um, they're going to last a lot. The number two team is Phoenix Suns. Number three is the Utah Jazz. The Jazz now have a better point differential than the um than the Warriors. So now they're at 9.9. <laughs> so I, I love Cody. So now they're at 9.9. Warriors are at 9.6. But why are the Jazz number three? Because I feel like, as weird as it sounds, the Jazz are one year away. Donovan Mitchell is starting to get there. I don't know if he's there yet. Jazz had him dead, had the Warriors dead to rise the other day, and they just couldn't close the deal. Number four, for the first time in my top five, the Memphis Grizzle Bears. That's right. The Grizzlies have entered the top five and even jumped up to number four. And number five are your, our, everyone's Miami Heat. And that is biased, but we are playing some – Fantastic basketball. Fantastic basketball, Aaron, despite not having a lot of guys. And we only lost the Warriors by eight points last night. Held them in check the entire game. Cody, go drink milk. Oh, 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 no. The old man didn't turn on his mic again. Said Chicago's playing good basketball right now. I'm surprised they didn't make it into your. Well, they're number six. They've been, yeah. They're right there. Well, that might be why Cody's salty. Oh, can drink milk. Yeah, the number one seed in the Eastern Conference right now, and they're your oh, number yeah. 16. They've won eight in a row, and they're your number 16. <laughs> maybe, Co- maybe Cody's on to something. <laughs> okay. Antonio Brown has now brought up an excuse for why he refused to enter the Jets game. Antonio Brown is saying, let me see. Oh, come on, Cody. Antonio Brown has said he his ankle, his, his ankle was hurting him. And so I asked a question to Antonio Brown, Aaron, and then I'll turn it over to you. Why did he release a rap song right after that? Why did he dance off the field if his ankle was hurting that bad? Mm-hmm. It'd be one thing if he didn't do all those things and just kind of left, but he did all those things, knew what was going to happen with the, with the cesspool, and now he's paying the consequences, but my ankle hurt. Bull crap. And your thoughts. Yeah, actually, I was going to talk about that. He was dancing off on the sidelines and all that stuff. Sure didn't look like a hurt ankle. Like, you know, 
why is and maybe Bruce Arians just didn't say this. He was frustrated. His team was losing. He was losing to the Jets. But if you're asked to go into the game and you say no, and no one confirms to the coach that you're hurt, he's going to assume that you're just disrespecting him or defying him. He asks you again, and you say no again. No one's corroborating your story that you were too hurt to play. Yep. So now whether that's just people who still want to be a part of this team, like, you know, or like the trainers, like nobody has backed up this story. Now I know this kind of just came out, but like nobody at any point came out and said, you know, you know, AB's ankle's probably not, you know, a good idea for him to go out there. Like I heard he was going to play and I didn't hear anything else about it until the game. I'm just talking about maybe how he heard it in the game. My point is, no, is that like, it was practice. Oh, this, this, I mean, this guy, I mean, it's amazing. <laughs> now, unfortunately for Arians, he's still on the team right now. Like they can't just That's cut him. Weird. Well, I mean, if they, they, they uh, say they're trying to work with the NFL to see what to do, which makes me wonder if they're trying to not even pay the guy at all. I don't know. I mean, it's, Ugh. I mean, when they signed him, they basically said, there's, there's no room for error for you. And this was last year. And here's your error. So, like, <laughs> you know, like, it's – he's been good. I mean, all th- I don't want to say it like he's a child, but he's been on his best behavior, all he's things considered, for he's a year really now. Love pop. And, you know, I mean, I guess uh, – uh, well, I forgot about the vaccine card. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> and it just seems like this is all snowballing right now. Is he a Hall of Famer? He's got a ring. I mean, he is in terms of stats, absolutely. Like, will the Terrell and Syndrome get to him? Well, Terrell, Terrell got in there, too. Yeah, but, but it took him a while. Does that matter, though, in the grand scheme of things? Media? Yes, it does matter to media. But I'm saying, okay, if you're a person who got in on your first try or your fifth try, we all forget about that eventually. You're in. So you think he's a Hall of Famer, right? I do, yeah. I do too. We got to keep on moving on here. Aaron Washington football name. It's not going to be the Red Wolves. What do you like? I like the football team. Oh, my God, you old head. Um, Listen, February 2nd, Washington's going to name their football team the football team. I'm going to laugh my head off if it's that. I like I, the I like the brigade. I think defenders would be cool, but it's the next NFL team name. I like the brigade. So you say that there's no Red Wolves, but I understand that they're that's part of the final eight. Yeah, but it's been the news stories that it probably won't be the Red Wolves because of um, legal name issues. I think other teams have that name. I know Arkansas State has that, but I don't know too many other ones. Apparently, but. they would be have to jump through while making hula hoops. Maybe they should be the Firewolves, like Albany. That sounds or the cool. Red Hawks. Red Hawks sounds cool. I just think that sounds like a name you created in the Madden, like yes! creative team. The Red Hawks, the Red Wolves. Like it's not going to be presidents because that'll be that'll be stupid and funny. For me, it's either it's either brigade or it's football team. I like brigade too, but I like Can you football imagine the team. color scheme on that though. It's gonna stay. They said that they say that the garnet and gold is gonna stay. It's gotta be football team then. I think it's fo- I think a football team is the most fantastic name because it's the biggest middle finger to the whole culture. What did you tell me before the show? What did I tell you before the show? I don't know. I forgot. I didn't remember yeah, what I had for breakfast. The Washington. No, no. no. Why? Well, I, I don't know about that one. That one's probably out of out of play now. Fair enough. How about the woolly mammoths? Mm, I'm going to pass on that one. All right. And finally, Aaron, what's going on in Vegas? What's going on in Vegas? This is not even a joke at this point. Nate Hobbs, after beating my Colts, decided to celebrate by getting by driving drunk. He is the same age as Henry Ruggs. Aaron, what's going on, dude? I don't know. In the span of a year, we have Josh Jacobs, Henry Ruggs, and Nate Hobbs and DUI charges. Like, it's that is not good. And I know that the coach came out, Basashia said, like, we're we're aware of where we live, and I understand the distractions mm-hmm. here in Vegas. 
But you just like you have to be better than this. Like I know that there's car services for these NFL players, and they're just gonna have to to utilize them. Like I, I don't feel sorry for these people. I feel sorry for the people that are hurt. Like they're like you said with Henry Ruggs, there's no regard for human life here. It's unbelievable. I don't even. I hate talking about it, but it has to be talked about. But it, it, it hurts me to talk about because it. I despise I don't like to use the word hate, but I despise people who use who just have no regard for human life like that. This is a it's, problem, especially when you can have a complimentary ride home. Like the team will come get you wherever you are, at least in that city. Like yeah. so And Vegas like, Metropolitan pulled them over. Yeah, and I and I mean there's you have Ubers, you have lifts if you don't want to, you know, the team to know your whereabouts, like I mean, honestly, it's it's you're right. It's not even just a disregard for human life. It's the disregard for human life when all of the tools and resources are available to you for free. Like, I understand that what goes and I, I don't condone this, but I understand that things go through people's head like, oh, my God, an Uber's like $50. I, you know, and when you're intoxicated, you're like, OK, I can do this. But when you have everything available at your disposal. No, sorry. I don't feel bad for you. If you get cut, so so be it. I don't care. He's been playing well for the Raiders, too. Which is sad. Yeah. I mean, they what this team has done with all the distractions is incredible. Top five Tuesday continues next. Chris Mancuso. Oh, boy. He's, he's a great interview. We'll be right back. The AM Drive. We're talking MMA and football. We'll be right back. you like sports? Do you like free money? You're going to be watching the game anyway. So join us at PickemWars.com to play. Weekly NFL and NCAA contests are live right now. Play free at PickemWars.com. This is Popple, the next generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. To pop your info, tap your Popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in-app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today. The AM Drive with Mike and Aaron might be the best morning show ever. If you love the show, shop the merchandise for $26 hoodies, $16 shirts, even $13 mugs, high quality swag for cheap because Mike and Aaron love the fans. The best morning show, the lowest price merch at amdrive.online. Aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah. You want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. Quit searching the globe and get your high-performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. Sports fans are gearing up at Fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear. From all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. It's another top five Tuesday on the end drive. Look who it is. Let's go. What's up, Mike? What's going on, buddy? How are you? Good. How are you, pal? Good, buddy. Good. Just getting some running around done. The uh, province here in Ontario in Canada, where I am, has decided to uh, bring us right back to square one. Mike, if you remember like the first couple weeks of the pandemic, that's yep. where we still are in Canada. I get to watch, you know, the NFL, all the soccer teams in Europe packed. 65,000 people shoulder to shoulder, but for some reason here in Canada, they keep locking us down. So today is like the uh, the last supper, so to speak, of uh, places <laughs> being able to be open in that. So you know what? Got to do some running around and get some stuff done, buddy. But everything's good. Did you have a good New Year, pal? I uh, It was a rough year. It was a rough weekend in sport, I'll put it that way. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. I was like so tired just on the show. It was ridiculous. I can only imagine, man. I can only imagine. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Thanks for having me by, man. Yes, sir. You know, Aaron's going to join us in, in a little bit here, but um, <laughs> he had to run some errands of his own. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, Chris, I haven't seen you in a while on, on, a, on a show that I've done. And really, I'm, I want to know how Baby, Baby Mancuso is doing. Baby Mancuso is fantastic, dude. He is about almost two and a half, a couple months away from being two and a half. He's insane, dude. He's a lot of fun, loves hockey, loves football, uh, getting really big into sports, man. So, yeah, it's good. I keep the MMA away from him. He's still too young. I don't. He doesn't need to see that. But we start on hockey and then, you know, see how he feels about martial arts or whatever when he gets older. All right, speaking of born people and being born, when and how did Tarpsoft Sports begin? Tarpsoft Sports began when, you know, I was doing a little bit of hockey coverage and I had just left uh, Blundell's site and I was like looking for my own way to kind of create content. In my mind, it was like if I had to do as much as what was being asked of me over there, I might as well start my own thing where, you know, it can go kind of in the direction that I see it wanting to go. Um, so, yeah, we started at the, the end, basically January 1st, essentially, of uh, 2020. And in a year, you know, we really made our biggest impact in combat sports. Um, two years. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. So, you know, um, it, it's been a good ride. You know, we started the Fight Club. It got interrupted by these COVID restrictions. But we were actually planning our first live MMA event here in uh, Niagara Falls, Ontario. It's going to be at the convention center. But Omicron kind of had other plans and the government and there's a bunch of crap that I could go into, but probably shouldn't. So we'll, uh, we'll leave it at that, but it was a super disappointing end to a really great year. You know, we were in Vegas for the Connor and Poirier fight. There were so many good moments this year that happened then to get like killed at the end of the year sucked. But at the same time, it's like, it gives you that chip on your shoulder to get back on the horse and uh, get back after it. Fair enough. This way. Will Chris and Mike open the card, a 12-on sports battle? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Chris, you mentioned Tarpsoft Fight Club, and I've always been wondering about this. What is Tarpsoft Fight Club? Tarpsoft Fight Club is Canada's newest MMA promotion once we can get a damn event off the ground. Um, you know what? <laughs> well, one thing we do is we try to specialize in a lot of, you know, when you're dealing with promoters and, and stuff like that, whether it be MMA, boxing, or any it's of slimy. those sort of sports. It's a grimy business, dude. Yeah, there's a lot of slime bags. Uh, so we are just, you know, we try to take that that fighter first approach where we're going to take care of guys. You know, I've uh, had some discussions actually with um some companies that do a lot of like neurological um, repairing through different sort of apps and, you know, yeah. trying to make deals there. So that way, when we have guys on our thing, they can make sure that, you know, uh, one thing about combat sports is you're taking a lot of blows to the brain. You've seen it in the NFL as well with concussion issues, um, you know, as science, it, it, um, as science uh, sort of makes its way through the 21st century here it's developing rapidly and there's a lot of ways to actually kind of help some of that onset issues that, that really? players and athletes were starting to fight so i'm really heavily looking into that and you know it's one of those things where the market here there's a big organization and they do very well for themselves in mma promotion but they don't necessarily treat the people as good as they could be treated and they they, so they kind of have Jesus this those, here yeah, 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 yeah. You know, they're a bit snobby, nose in the air. Some of the fighters don't like them. So we see a market here in Canada for an MMA promotion to really grab the reins and take over. I know Samurai in Quebec had a great first show. Um, so, like, you know, it's good to see the sport. You know, the thing I like about combat sports, Mike, um, and the thing that I think separates it from the rest of the major sports is there's still a ton of room for growth and development. It's pretty new. I mean, what UFC has been around for what, 20 years now, yeah. uh, 20, 20, 30 years now. And, uh, but like really only in the mainstream for about 15, I watched, uh, com uh, the, the triad combat a couple weeks ago where they had a triangle ring, like it's still developing. Right. So, so for us, we want to try to bring some of the interactive, and good features of tarps off into the MMA space where we're doing live events, but allowing um, the fans and whatever to engage a lot more. So, you know, um, it's a huge task, bigger than I would have ever thought. I learned a lot of <laughs> lessons about myself personally, 
um, organization is everything. You got to have your shit like all in a row. You got to make sure you have everything together and and well organized, which sometimes is like a fault of mine. So that was a real good, um, a real good experience for that. But man, planning the event was a lot of fun. Not being able to get it off hurt. It sucked. Um, but you know, it, it's postponed, not canceled. Right. So it's like, we, we right. get back on the horse whenever this stuff ends, but not sure when this stuff's going to end, buddy. It's a little scary. I know the UFC was planning on coming to Canada in April, but our wow. March or, or in April, but I don't know if that's going to happen. Anymore. It's a bummer. It's a huge bummer, dude. We have a big, have a big uh, audience here. Oh, of course I would have been there in a heartbeat. I don't care if it's in Vancouver toronto edmonton i'll fly out wherever to catch a, a ufc event in canada but you know they got to figure this covid stuff out here like the whole world seems to be getting on with it except for us in australia um it's very weird <laughs> like i don't get it i feel like we're in like a test or something but yeah it's okay man you know you janner he's dealing with the same things in hockey yeah go I'm sure guys are 12 ounce if, yep i'm sure oh, it all man. comes to uh Comes to fruition, man. But no, the Tarpsoft Fight Club, you know, we had our nice gloves made and uh, nice custom gears. And, you know, we got a couple belts that were supposed to be on the line. And we plan on getting those back on the line uh, in the spring, man. So all is good. That was pretty cool. So I have a couple of point of view questions for you here. Like, what is your take on these? Is Amanda Nunes the GOAT of female MMA? Me and Aaron were kind of asking it. I think she's beating the names. Yeah, she's she's the MMA goat for sure. For, for females, um, I mean, you know, yeah. you look at you look at the um, the originals like the Cat Zinganos and, uh, and and that the Misha Tates and and they're great Ronda Rousey. But you look at Amanda Nunes stepped through Valentina Shanshenko twice. She stepped through Ronda Rousey. She she beat everyone that was put in front of her until Juliana Pena just upset her. Uh, right. right before the new year and took the title, but that's going to happen, you know, six, seven years unbeaten. Uh, your streak is eventually going to have to come to an end. Um, whether she wins the title again or not, she's the goat of women's MMA. No one hits like Amanda Nunes. She hits like a truck. Um, there was a time where, you know, people were like, oh, she can't wrestle. So she just came out and fought the wrestler girl and could have beat her on her feet, but just decided to out wrestle her and tap her out just because she could. Just because she could. So, yeah. Yeah, Amanda, Amanda Nunez is the female goat. No disrespect to the girls. And I love Misha Tate. Like, I love Misha Tate as a fighter. I love Misha Tate as, like, a, a, a man who likes attractive women. I love I loved Misha Tate, but I, I, I got to put, put Nunez a little above. So, it's, it's funny because me and Aaron were actually thinking about, like, we got to get an MMA specialist on here to talk about or an expert. So, thank you for clarifying that for us. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 and he's coming back. He's coming back. Oh, so he comes back soon here. He's going to add himself back in. Let's there he go. Is. Hey, what's up, man? Oh, oh. oh old man. I was on mute. I'm an old man. I forget the mute button. What's going on, oh, Chris? I do that all the time, dude. What's going on, man? How are you? Not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. What did I miss here? What did I miss here, Mikey? Amanda Nunes is the GOAT of female MMA. Yeah. That's facts. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. And we also absolutely. found out about Tarpsoft Fights Club. And how Chris kind of got halted and frozen, if you will, by cousin Omicron. Yeah. Yeah, the Omicron is a little more taken seriously here in Canada, even though it's very mild. Like, I, everyone I know got it. And, and they're just like, how was it? It's like a, a cold. Like, it was. So, you know, it's <laughs> tough, man, watching the NFL and the uh, and soccer and all these major sports have a zillion fans and you guys were all partying out on new year's i saw new times square the ball drop everything and we're stuck here like not able to do anything man it stinks yes i'm seeing it or nbc i think was drunk on tv that was pretty funny oh yeah they always get hammered those guys on tv like it's like the one night a year i guess in television broadcasting you're allowed to uh do like 14 shots and st- the guy was like yelling at i was watching it he's like, like don lemon mark i think zuckerberg. yeah he's like i'm mark zuckerberg i was like okay get this guy off the air he's gonna get himself killed <laughs> um who was doug ford and cody said ask you about doug ford Oh, Doug Ford is the premier of Ontario. He was uh, ran as a conservative, probably the least conservative re- leader I could ever think of. Um, absolute, uh, like, yeah, 
it's a tough job. Nobody wants to nobody wants to be in politics, but when you sign up for the job, you can't be such a doofus. And the guy's a doofus, man. Like just every decision he says, Oh, we're not gonna do this, we're not gonna do that, we're not locking down. And then two days later he comes out, he goes, Oh, I made the decision in 30 seconds, we're locking down. It's like, then why'd you tell us we weren't? It's just you know, politics, either side. I don't care what side of the aisle you're on. Um, these these people don't know what they're doing with this virus so pretty much across the board. So, uh, But to get locked down and lose our event like that, like at the feet of like Doug Ford not knowing anything sucks. But it is what it is, man. I think if it was anybody, it would be the same result. I don't really play that like left versus right sort of thing. I think they all stink. I yeah that's a, that's a that's a good way to put it. Is he the guy who liked the nose candy a little too much? No, that was his brother. His brother who passed away, unfortunately. He was the mayor oh. of Toronto, Rob Ford. Uh, yeah, Rob Ford. You know what's funny? For all his personal faults and everything that came out about him in the media, he was probably statistically the best mayor Toronto's ever had, which <laughs> is funny. Uh, they like when he came in, like they didn't even have anywhere to put their garbage. It was piling up all over the city. There was a ton of uh, a ton of uh, issues that he ended up solving. But yeah, no. That, so he's the brother of Rob Ford. Doug is not like Rob. Rob used to party like a rock star, <laughs> like a little too much. But you know, the Fords are an interesting family um, in Canada. But you know, at the end of the day, Rob Ford over Doug Ford all day long. Also <laughs> learn. Aaron, we also learned about Baby Mancuso, how how he's doing yeah. well, but he can't watch MMA just yet. It's crazy. Not yet. No MMA yet. I don't really like to let him watch it too much. Sometimes he catches me doing some research or whatever, and I'm like, hey, get out of here. You can't see that. <laughs> <laughs> but, Go watch uh, or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Aaron, why don't but, you ask Chris question number three here? Okay, I didn't know you, you haven't gotten to that one yet. Okay, this is a cur- I'm curious about this one too because I'm glad I, I'm glad I didn't miss it. Um, Jake Paul, thumbs up or down, and what do you think about him for the sake of what boxing has turned into because of this guy? Ah, uh, <laughs> listen, Jake Paul. There's one benefit to Jake Paul. He's kind of turning a little bit of the younger generation back into boxing, which I like. I like boxing. That said. He's also creating an illusion of of falsehoods. And, you know, the kids train boxing every day for like four years. Of course, he's going to knock out a wrestler in Tyron Woodley. Of course, he's going to knock out a wrestler in Ben Askren. The striking in MMA is pretty basic level boxing. And that's why the guys who go to like Trevor Whitman, like you see Kamara Usman, Justin Gagey, these guys who go to a proper, proper, proper boxing uh uh, gym where they offer proper boxing, like they'll have that competitive advantage over other guys in MMA. But Jake Paul has created an illusion. Like he's using Canelo Alvarez's name when he's doing callouts, and uh, you know, I, I'm I've heard, and you, we can we can go back to this, but I heard it's going to be Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. that he fights next, who's an actual boxer. Mm-hmm. His father, Julio Cesar Chavez, and his grandfather, like they're a three generation boxing family. If he can somehow beat, and I don't think Julio uh, Cesar Chavez Jr. is like the greatest boxer by any means, but it's a boxer, right? Like you right. saw the pay-per-view numbers with Woodley too. Once uh, uh, Tyson Fury's little brother, Tommy, pulled out of that fight due to injury, no one cared. Like no one wanted to see Tyron Woodley again. People are waking up to the fact that, yeah, dude, if you train boxing every day for four years and i mean look at the guy surrounds himself he's doing training camps with ryan garcia he's got some of the most you know with with the youtube comes the money right so he's also surrounding himself with the best of the best coaches and everything like of course he's gonna beat him in sixty-five thousand pay-per-view pay-per-view buys tells the story i mean that is very low for an event and the money that showtime would have been paying out and the money that i know they've just invested into jake paul that was a that was a tank job. That last event tank. So we'll see. I think there's a shelf life on what he's doing. If he wants to be taken serious in boxing, you can't keep knocking out MMA wrestlers because it's like, yeah, you can beat Tyron Woodley ten out of ten times in a boxing ring, but if you met in the octagon, it would be a thirty-five second fight. He would front kick you a couple times and then dump tackle you, get on top of you, and ground and pound you into the ground. That said, Jake Paul, as far as it goes with boxing. 
he's a young, arrogant guy on YouTube. He's playing a part. He's trying to sell pay-per-views. He doesn't do a good job at it. That's why he's asking for Nate Diaz or Jorge Masvidal or Conor, Conor McGregor, the king of pay-per-views. Conor mm-hmm. McGregor fought two times last year, and he did like 30% of the total buys for the UFC. Like those two Poirier <laughs> fights were massive. Like Conor is the king of pay-per-view. Jake Paul got humbled, I think, here a little bit. We'll see if he's better for it. I doubt it. He's still, yeah, he's a dickhead. That might be one I would consider buying, Jake Paul and Conor McGregor. That one, yes. I would, I'd give it a thought. I would, yeah, exactly. It's going to take something like that or him fighting an actual decent boxer, Julio Cesar Chavez, and it depends on the rest of the card. If that was the headliner with a bunch of crappy things, I probably wouldn't buy it. But well, I think Jake Paul's all right, man. He does shed a lot of light on some of the fighter pay issues, which is obviously an issue in MMA. Uh, when you look at like the NFL, NBA, MLB, they all get like what the players at least get 50%. I think it's MLB. They get like 52% of revenue. Like the, the UFC hit hovers around more like 16, 17%. So, you know, no long-term health, no union, no anything, right? It's like everybody's right. an independent contractor. You're not going to get unity like you do with the players unions, like the NHL, the NFL, because like a lot of these guys, they're fighters. They kind of look at it like, well, I'm not going to, why would me, why would Jorge Masvidal and, you know, Kamaru Usman fight for the same issue when they want to fight each other when they see each other in the street, right? Like it, it, it is, <laughs> it, like Dana White has the power struggle. Uh, he has the, the he has the power, uh, you know, he, he, he's holding all the cards because he's right. If somebody doesn't like the way he does it, start it up and do it better than us and pay better. If not, shut up and let me operate my business. I mean, he's got it. He's got it made to a sense. But, you know, these fighters do need more long-term security. You know, you're out there risking your lives. And some of these guys, like the the lower-end fighters, like uh, like on prelims and that, they're making like 12 grand. Oh, yeah, that's tough. To fight. That's, yeah. not a, that's not a lot of money to go in there and fight, boys. Like, a, there's not 12 grand. I don't need 12 grand bad enough to get to get my life ended. I'll tell you that. So <laughs> it's a, it's a tough sport, man. It's a really tough sport. And you know, in the regional scene, like we do it, it's even less like, you know, our margins for paying are better than the UFC's and our little promotion for sure. But yeah. it's like, you know, the pie is so much smaller, so they're still not making a ton. It's tough, man. It's tough being an MMA fighter. If I was an MMA fighter that was good at boxing, I'd probably stick to boxing. There's more money there. Well, it's still cool what you're doing for the sport. And, you know, even if it is on a more micro level, it's still pretty awesome to see what Tarpsoff has done uh, with the MMA scene. And just your whole your whole conglomerate there is pretty awesome. So tip of the yeah, cap man. you guys. No, we appreciate it, man. It's been a lot of hard work. I have a great team uh, with the Fight Club as well, Jack and uh, our executive, Lincoln. He's a great dude. And uh, Sergio and all those guys, they were they were so helpful. So, you know, we wouldn't have got you know, we got right to the finish line and the Omicron killed us. Like the day of our event, they knocked capacity down 50% for live entertainment. Puke. You can't, you know, you gotta, it was basically choose a smaller loss or run the event and get nuked. Like we were, we were basically, you know, it was like choosing between a a shit sandwich and shit on toast. Like it was the same thing either way. Uh, <laughs> hey, yeah. Tell Jack, I hope that Georgia went and beats Alabama. Yeah, let's go see a Jack. Yeah, let's go Bulldogs. Let's go Georgia. <laughs> right, That's funny, enough. man. That's funny. That's funny. Okay, boys. Uh, anything? Um, the MMA scene. You guys got Francis and Ganu or Cyril gone for the heavyweight title? Give me Francis. I'll just go with Francis. <laughs> yeah, I'm going Francis as well. Everyone keeps trying to bu- bu- build this gone up, like. Like he's going to be the next big thing. When we were in Vegas in July, um, we went to Extreme Couture because uh, my buddy Jake Shields fought in the UFC for a while. That's he's so cool. a, a coach out of there. So he brought us to the gym and Francis comes walking in. Biggest, scariest guy I've ever seen in my life, man. Uh, <laughs> intimidating, powerful, strong, fast. Like he, he he's the total athlete, that guy. Watch for him in boxing. I think you're going to see uh, Francis Ngannou I really do. I think you're going to see Francis Ngannou uh, go after a, a, a boxing career maybe sooner than you think. Fair enough. Chris, we're almost out of time. Yeah, and I, I want to go ahead and get to our bull betting videos, but thank you so much for joining us and tarps off to you, sir. Yeah, follow us at Tarps Off Sports, guys. Tarps Off Fight Club, and you can follow me at Nancuso T. 
Mancuso TLFC is what he said. <laughs> kind of cut out on me there. Thanks, Chris. Oh, I think his um, yeah, that was at least he got on most of his words in, right? That was still pretty awesome. I mean, he brings the energy, no doubt about it. He's a monster. All right, Aaron, let's go ahead and get right to this. Um, it's our bull Benny Bonanza, Aaron. It's the swan song for me, at least. It's my <clears> last <throat> chance at a fighting shot here, parting shot. Aaron, Texas Bowl, LSU, Kansas State, presented by our shop, Online. Aaron, KSU's minus seven. All oh, right, so what, are, so what are we going to do here? So are you – I have my pick, no matter what. It's 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 locked in here. It's over here on the screen, no matter what happens. So, I I just I want to make sure. Are we doing where you have to take the opposite of me, or are you gonna try to just? I'm gonna try to get the twenty five. Okay, all right. Then I will let you make your pick. LSU has four quarterbacks that cannot play. Their wide receiver might play quarterback. Mm-hmm. Their defense is decimated. But, I'm kidding, there's no but, Cass, you minus seven. All right, man, well, I, uh, I, I'd like to thank the Lord above, and I'd like to thank all my support staff, and because I will be the inaugural bull betting champion. I also have Kansas yeah. State as well. Yeah, they got no quarterbacks on the roster. That's uh, not good. The only quarterback they do have is um, Grant Nussmeyer, who's a freshman. They're redshirting him. They don't want to blow his redshirt for one game, so they're appealing. There is a chance he could still play without losing his eligibility year. That I don't know if that could change who anything. Cares? I mean, you're talking about a freshman who has not taken a snap. Yeah, it's uh, – it's it's just not gonna not gonna go well for for LSU in this spot. I just think you can't ever feel good about being on LSU here. So yeah, I'm um I'm also on Kansas State here for the for the Texas Bowl minus seven. Um, this is a team that plays solid defense, and they're just gonna wear down LSU. And and the SEC hasn't done well in bowls, with the exception of the playoff. Yeah, so the other thing, SEC is not as good as it has been. Big 12 hasn't been great either, but in terms of bowls, SEC has been – Well, you got senior Skylar Thompson who's, you know, played a pretty – my God, I feel like that guy's been in college football for like 10 years, but only five <laughs> apparently. Uh, what, a, what a show. Absolutely. It, you know, like I said, I, I'm sorry I missed some of uh, Chris's interview. This, this bug is getting me. It's going around – uh, it might even be Omnigrana. Who, who the heck knows at this point anymore? Ah! You, you get sniffles and a, a runny nose and, and a sore throat, and you're like, do I have the flu? Do I have allergies, or am I going to die? Like, you, you just don't know what's going on around here anymore. Yes. Okay. So right now, yeah, I'm a little under the weather. Uh, hopefully this gets better, and hopefully, God forbid, it's not, you know, the ultimate in COVID because you know, my, my wife and I are going on our honeymoon here in a couple of weeks. Yeah. And they're not going to let you on the boat if you got the Omicron. That's for sure. Well, yeah, I, I, maybe this is the sacrifice of bull betting bonanza is Aaron Crouch. <laughs> this was yeah for me to win bull betting bonanza. I had to get sick. Yeah, to die. <laughs> no, but that was fun. I mean, I know that we oh. still have the playoff, and I hope for your sake of getting to twenty five wins, Kansas State does cover. And you know, I don't like to be wrong. So um, <laughs> let's hope you don't get to ten losses. How about that? Uh, what do I have now? Eight? You have nine. I have nine? All right. Well, I, I don't have a lean one way or the other right now in the college football playoff championship game. I really don't. It's so tough right now. It's a three right now for Georgia. That's crazy to me. I mean, I don't I don't hate it, but uh, just, again, how do you bet against Saban? How do you I, – I keep doing it, and I keep getting, you know, F'd in the A. <laughs> <laughs> Um, take us home, by the way, on that note, but I will say this. I have a lean. It's not a confident lean, so you automatically know where the lean is. But mm-hmm. I'm just I'm, I'm just praying that Kirby set him up for this moment. I don't know why he would do that, because you know he could just got rid of him then, but maybe he set him up for the biggest moment so that way he could just kill him in the in the championship. Don't believe that. Just take that- us home. That is champagne dreams right there, my friend. Thank champagne you. Dreams. But 
That was the AM Drive here on our Tuesday, our Top 5 Tuesday show. We appreciate all the support, you guys tuning in. I want to thank Chris Bancuso of Tarps Off Sports for taking time out of his busy day to come and join us. Join Mike mostly, but join us here right. and talk a little a little MMA and a little uh, boxing and a little politics in Canada as well. Yes. But uh, for Michael Carvelis, I am Aaron Crouch. Visit our sponsors at MikeAndAaronDrive.com. Visit our socials right up there at AM Drive TV. And catch us next uh, on tomorrow, on That's Wednesday. Tomorrow, hump day, yeah. Catch us next, comma, tomorrow at 10 a.m. Eastern on the 12-ounce uh, array oh. of social media channels. So, again, this is the AM Drive TV. We'll catch you guys tomorrow. Mike, let them know. Drive safe. Please drive safe. Yeah. Come on, Hobbs. <laughs>